Hello. Hello. And welcome back to the Breakstarter Podcast, where we bring you NBA basketball every week. Even if there's only preseason. Even if it's the offseason. Especially if it's offseason. Well, we don't bring you NBA basketball, but we bring you stuff about the NBA. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. We, we always got content, no matter what time of the year it is. Okay. How are you doing? I'm alive. I'm a little tired. Got a little game today. I got, if we win the first game, then we're in the championship. It's double elimination and we haven't lost yet, so. You got by two games today? Yeah. True. Potentially three. Oh my God. If we win the first two, then we don't have to play a third one. But if we Oh, they also haven't lost? Well, it's like if we beat this first team, then they have one loss on their record. Uh, yeah, then, so they're undefeated currently. Yeah, so, so everybody, everybody, we or this game, we're the only two teams left that are undefeated. And then if we if we win, then we play whoever next round. I don't know. Mm. I don't know who we play next. But um, yeah, hmm. it, there's like a losers bracket, and they yeah, we don't worry, don't worry about the losers bracket though. We don't worry. Anyways, about the we won't be there though. Yeah. So we have that. Mm. So, one volleyball. Yeah, yeah, two championships, co-ed and men's, you know, whatever, whatever, light work, <laughs> light work. So we are today, let's kind of hop right into it, because we got, we got, obviously have a little draft coming up. A little in, fantasy draft? In about an hour, hour and 15. So um, today we're going to be talking about, uh, or I'll just kind of break down like what it is, and then you'll kind of pick up on it like as we go through it. Sean already has his stuff. I'm just going to go first, because I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Um, so, uh, it's going to be called smoke or fire. Okay. Basically my thought process was like a concept where like, okay, is this topic or this bet or this, um, this, uh, how, how do I say it? Like, like this, this action that's going on right now or this hype, is it real? Like, is it, is it fire? Is that a real fire or is it just smoke? Is it something that's just kind of like a smoke screen? Like, it's just something that's just like passing through it's going to get blown out like something that's very like you know just the media blowing it up or is this like a real fire something with that is going to stay something that's going to burn something has like a real chance to like make a stronghold in the league um do you want to say anything before you get started i'm ready to get into it okay so we've seen roughly i think some teams have played four preseason games some have played three i think i saw the jazz only played three i believe the lakers Um, are own five yeah, so I played five. Um, so in let's just say four games, uh, roughly for every team, Scotty Barnes has looked insane. Okay, in the two games that I've watched, uh, I've actually been very impressed on how he's looked. Not just on like a box score wise, on a box score wise, I'm not very impressed. Again, like I wasn't expecting a lot of shooting from him anyway, so that doesn't bother me that I don't see a lot of shooting from him. I'm seeing attempts, and I think he's shooting like. I think I looked it up earlier and it was like 1.7 or 1.9 three-point attempts per game. I'm perfectly okay with that. I just want to see the attempts. Um, they're open. They're, his form looks decent. Um, it looks about the same as it was when we were scouting him. But um, the attempts are what I care about. Uh, and honestly, the thing that's kind of impressed me is is the playmaking, is the ability that he's been kind of like going down the court. Um, he's grabbing going, uh, like grabbing the rebound, running down the court. He's looking good running down the court. Um the Nick Nurse is letting him dribble. He's letting him run some plays as the ball handler. So, my question to you is: the 
Uh, okay, sorry. I wonder how I want to wear this. Okay, Scotty Barnes was the correct pick at number four. Is that smoke or fire? Well, one thing I want to preface with this because I think about this every single time somebody's like, oh, did they pick the right person? It's like two months after the draft. Of course, like, of course. Based on what every, we've seen, though. Every NBA GM, if they went back to the draft right now, they'd pick the exact same player that they did. Like, there's <laughs> there's nobody that would be like, oh, yeah, I think we made the bad pick. Maybe the Bucks. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, 56 pick. <laughs> yeah, 57 and 60 or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, I think that's fire. I mean, I think that's like perfectly, like, I think that's the right thing. Mm. I, I told you, I thought he was going to be really good. He was my lock screen before he got taken fourth overall, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, I like him. I like his role that he's playing with the Raptors. He ended up leading them in assists over the preseason mm -hmm. not fred van vliet not anybody else mm -hmm. and he had the best turn uh assist to turnover ratio out of the entire team Ooh. oh i think it's like three right 3.1 or something it was only like 1.9 the, the assist to turnover ratio was only like 1.9 but it was really good for being a rookie who i mean wasn't the mm -hmm. lead ball handler mm -hmm. at fsu and now he's the lead ball handler or Sometimes secondary, but mostly primary ball handler for the Raptors. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm actually pretty excited to see not so much of him being like the primary ball handler because in the game that I watched last night, it was the it was the Raptors against the Rockets. It might have been two nights ago. Um, he looked really good, but also OG was getting a lot of on on the ball on ball play like getting to like create his own shot. They were running screens for him with Scotty, which I love seeing. It's just, it's a big on big screen or, well, I guess they were kind of running OG as like a small forward. Scotty was kind of a four. So kind of like wings. Um, but I love seeing these two guys who like aren't primary ball handlers be getting brought into a play that are like, is very dominant on like knowing when to pass it, knowing how to like play your screen. Like, and I think both of these players are going to grow from it. I mean, We've seen OG be the screener a lot. Obviously, Siakam takes a lot of those possessions from him just because he's bigger, most li more likely to be the screener. But I'm, I think, and I was excited about it at first about seeing like OG and like Mo uh, Evan Mobley or OG and Scotty Barnes. Like, oh yeah, super good defense. But like, I think I might be a little more excited about seeing their offense now that I'm seeing like OG take like pull up threes and Scotty Barnes like running the court with them. Like, I think that could be really, really fun to like keep an eye out for. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, well, I'm going to hop into mine. Okay. I have my first one. So speaking of, uh, not American team talking about the Raptors. Okay. Um, let's talk about an expansion. Okay. In the league. So that's been rumored about for a good amount of time. I mean, the Seattle uh, Supersonics are rumored to be brought back. Las Vegas, something in Kentucky, maybe mm -hmm. around like Louisville or something. Um, but those, it's been rumored that there's going to be an expansion soon. Okay. So my question. Okay. The NBA will have an expansion team or teams, maybe multiple teams. I'd assume they'd add two yeah. more so it's not 31. But they're going to have an expansion by 2025. 2025 now correct me if i'm wrong didn't the the nhl got las vegas like the knights they got them two years ago it's been a few years 
I think that was like right around three. when we graduated high school. So probably like four. Really? Yeah. Okay. They got the Kraken. That's just what started. I was about to say. Yeah, I was about to say. just so, came in this year. But they did one at a time, correct? Yeah. So you are you saying like, is it? Is it I think the. I, I, I think, think they're, they're going to do, do both I think at do the two. same time. Yeah. Like, there's no reason you'd put one yeah. and then have to wait. I think you'd announce both of them at the same time. And with them adding that uh, G League team over in Mexico City, or not Ooh, Mexico you think City. Be- I think it's the, I think it was in Mexico, uh-huh. but they're going to be playing in like Mexico City or something like that. Um, but with them adding that, I think it's just like, I think it's soon. I'm going to say by 2025, I'll say fire because that would be what four get after this season. That'd be three seasons from now. We assume they're going to remove the college like requirement. I think that also kind of helps it out. I mean, that's kind of perfect to have a season where you allow in more, a bigger player pool than you did before. And you're allowing a new team to pick in picks. Um, definitely gives them a better chance at succeeding. Um, I'm gonna say fire. I, I actually kind of, I actually am surprised you picked that question. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Well, the reason I picked it was because I was like, when you sent me the question, or like you sent me what we were doing, I was like thinking, and I was like, um, I don't even know. Then I looked at my shorts. I'm wearing throwback Supersonic mm. shorts, and I was like, huh? Now expansion. what? Now just to add on to, what do you think? Do you think the expansion team being in Seattle? Do you think that's smoke or fire? Because we've heard a lot about them wanting a team there. Oh, I think I think it's happening. So you think that is going to be one of the one of the oh, cities yeah. uh-huh. they get like a hundred percent. I think that, I think that would be kind of cool because then you get like you get the Kraken. You can kind of build off of that and create like multiple teams around the same time to where it's like like Seattle could kind of like pop off as like a city itself oh, by yeah. getting like they've had Portland or the Trailblazers for so long, but now getting, I mean, another team close to there. Yeah, you know, would be kind of nice. And them getting a team back. Mm-hmm. And then I think Vegas is another pretty viable option. And then moving like feeding Vegas like teams. It's weird to me. I know well, they, they, I mean, know they want to like use a, it as a market, but yeah, well, it's either that or you throw one in like Louisville, as I was saying, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not, re- you're not going to throw another team in Florida. Mm-hmm. You're not going to, there's not really a, another place unless you're thinking like Baltimore, but I could see that. I feel like it has to be Las Vegas, even though I don't really I'm not really a fan of it being Las Vegas just for the fact that like it's just so far away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like it almost has to be them. I mean, the the Raiders got an entire new stadium that is insane. Like I mean a gorgeous stadium. Like, I'm sure they could they could get a team. Um okay, my second one. Um so we've seen, we've heard a lot about Ben Simmons recently. Okay, obviously he says that like he's not going to pull, he's not going to come back. He ended up coming back to the to the team after what was it? They said that he was going to get fined a million, or he did get fined a million. He didn't get his first paycheck, That's which was. was the eight point five million mm-hmm. or whatever. And then uh, he just showed up, and he was like, like, "Oh, hey guys, I'm going to need that paycheck." By the way, um, what mm-hmm. what's his uh, clutch sports? What's the Rich Paul. Rich Paul. He texted, I think it was either Doc Rivers or uh, Daryl Morey, and he was like, hey, Ben's outside. What? <laughs> yeah. Did you really? He, he was just like, hey, I didn't even hear Ben's that. outside. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. Um, okay, so going off of that, um, this is my question. Because we, there's a lot of turmoil in the beginning of like Ben Simmons' career currently, not a ton of success, okay? By the end of their careers, okay, by both their careers, 
Um, ben Simmons will have less all-star appearances than Damian Lillard. So just to preface it, Ben Simmons is 25. He has three. Damian Lillard is 31, six years older, and he has six. So you're saying who has more? I'm I'm saying by the end of their career, Ben Simmons will not surpass him. If you would ask me this like a year ago, I would have said for sure he surpasses him. Um, hmm. I think it comes down to who trades for him. Okay. And if he's like a number one, I mean, if the Trailblazers trade for him, I think they're both getting all-star appearances every year, honestly. So then, so then it'd be kind of hard for him to pass Damian Lillard. But then when it becomes his own team. But then he, my my other thought, the reason why I thought it was kind of a hard question is because I don't know how well Ben Simmons is going to like transition his game. I think Dane can kind of fade very well because of his shooting, because of his playmaking. Yeah, I but don't he would know turn into well... like a he'd turn into like a Ray Allen, where Ray Allen like oh, stopped fine. getting All Star appearances Fair later enough. on, and I... he just became this like serviceable okay. role player. But ben, ben Simmons, I mean, I feel like he could go very downhill as far as like if if like for me like if he loses that touch, like that athleticism, you know what I mean? At any point. He doesn't have like the Russell Westbrook connection to being an all-star to being like a, fr- would, a franchise favorite. Westbrook. He doesn't, he, I don't think he has that. So yeah, I, I think it all comes down to what team he gets traded to, because if he gets traded to a team and that team loves him mm-hmm. or like, he just becomes like this, obviously like Westbrook is a, mm-hmm. a hero in yeah. the city. I mean, if he, if that happens, like he goes to Sacramento, I mean, I'm not saying he's mm-hmm. going to go to Sacramento. A team and, that has nothing basically. Yeah. Um, or he goes to like the Warriors or something stupid like that, mm. where they're like, "Oh, well, look at him now. He's playing with two of the greatest shooters of all time, and now mm-hmm. he's getting triple doubles every night." Yeah. Um, so what do you I, think? You got smoke or fire? I I do want to say that he what he did miss like the first couple years of his career. So mm-hmm. like accounting in how many years he's played, he's made an All Star team almost every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say smoke because I think Ben Simmons will end up surpassing him. Okay. The only reason I think he wouldn't is fan voting. Do you think he has a better chance going to a bad team or going to a good team? Like a better chance based on like to make more all-stars. Does he have a better chance being like the stud on like a super bad team? And like, he just has Not to a be super bad team. Well, I think they'd have to be like a, okay. like a play in tournament team okay. at the worst. Okay heading into all-star break. But yeah, I think, I, I think he'll end up surpassing Lillard because it sound, it's a, I th- the reason I thought it was cause I was like, huh, I don't even know, but it's weird because you got to think like, okay, well, Lillard's already six years older than them. Yeah. So if, da- if basically in my eyes, if Ben Simmons can get three in the next three years, he probably surpasses him. But in those three years, like Dame probably gets two. He's still ahead by two. You know what I mean? Like, Somewhere in there, like, I won't – you just kind of have to play that game of, like, is he going to fall off or is Dame going to just continue is, – is Dame going to become into that category where, like, he just gets, like, old favorite votes? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. And I think Dame's going to get – nah, never mind. I was going to say, I think Dame's going to get that extra one at the end of his career, like Dirk mm, and D-Wade. I, I don't know about that. But when I did say the fan voting, I was thinking about it, and I was like, it's still going to be Curry and Luka every yeah. year. That's going to get it, so it wouldn't even factor in. So to you be have honest. to get coaching. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Smoke. I think Simmons will pass him. Okay. All right. My next one. 
Michael Porter Jr. should be the favorite to win the Most Improved Player Award. Fire. He's my most improved favorite. Most improved player pick, honestly. All right. He, he got the paycheck. He's looked insane recently. I think he has the body. I think when if we can start seeing him, like I think the playmaking is perfectly fine. I don't need anything more from him. His shooting is insane. His finishing is insane. I would love to see him be able to like play a little better defense because he has the body for it. But I don't know if he even like need. I don't even know how. Like it sounds bad to say, but, like I don't know how much like a defensive improvement really helps his chances of getting it. If that makes sense. Like I think he could just score and get it. I think him. Like the team losing Jamal Murray helps him a lot more than people are giving credit to. And he didn't really make the huge I mean, he made a jump in scoring from his rookie year to yeah, his sophomore year. But he still has a lot more room to grow and becoming that I wouldn't say first option on the team, but first scoring option on the team. Yeah, and, and he could kind of fit that same role that we've like mentioned many times before on the podcast where like he had he already made his scoring jump, which I just looked it up. He went from 9.3 to 19, which is an insane jump. But he could go th- from that role to where like where he gets 19 points, uh, seven rebounds, one assist, to where he gets 19, seven, and five, and he makes an all star or like 20, 23, seven, five, 23, seven, six. Yeah, you know what I mean. If, if he gets into that like assist level, then it's like it's going to be pretty hard to keep someone who's averaging like 22 points, seven rebounds, six assists out of all-star game, especially if we both think the Nuggets are going to be like a contending team or at least a home seed favorite for the West. Yeah, I agree. It comes down to with the all-star appearance, it comes down to how does Jamal Murray, not obviously not this season, but how does Jamal Murray look when he comes back? Yeah. Because I think that they're going to, that people will give it to Murray and Jokic over, Porter like Jokic is always going to get it over Porter yeah I think Murray is more of a fan favorite like uh, definitely in Denver yeah he's more of a fan favorite but he I I, the reason I say fire is because for the most improved is because I almost feel like again with the all-star thing I I, I'm very adamant about the whole like if you're first all-star you're probably almost like you you just increase your chances by like sixfold for getting most improved um but I almost think he might have a better chance just for the fact that he's he could be classified as a forward. Like, I almost think that might be it's going to be easier to make an all star appearance if you're not a guard. So he yeah. kind of he has like a better chance of getting it through that. I don't know. Definitely like some little like nuances into it, but I I do think that's fire. Um. Okay. Actually, going off of most improved, I almost did one about Michael Porter Jr. But I didn't because I kind of thought we would do something about it. So I kind of did one like a little out of the box. Okay. So. Over the last five seasons, four of the last most improved players have been on winning teams. Okay. But one of them was Brandon Ingram. That's the one who was in the last five years. Okay. He was a first time All Star, though. Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you believe that this year's most improved player? Now, let's take into account we both just said we think Michael Porter is probably <laughs> the favorite. Okay. Do you believe that this year's most improved player will be on a team that isn't, oh, it doesn't have a winning record by the end of the season? No. Okay. I, I mean, if we think it's Michael Porter Jr., then, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I just the, think there's a lot of candidates. So I kind of want to like throw it out there because I mean, I, in your head, who are other candidates for you? I think OG's in there. I don't know if they'll have a winning record. Okay. Um, 
I, I want to say Christian Wood just for the All Star thing. But he's I think already he had got his blow that. Up. Yeah, I think he had that jump last year. It's kind of like Shea, unless Shea goes to like twenty seven yeah. points, yeah. eight rebounds, seven assists, mm. something like that. Like he's not going to get. Mm. He had his not jump, jump, but like he's just getting incrementally better. He's not getting from nine points to nineteen points, mm. whatever, like that. Um, but I definitely think it's gonna. If I mean, if I'm saying it's gonna be Michael Porter Jr., I'm sticking with my guns. I'm gonna say that smoke. Okay. Anyone on any of the? I'm just gonna read through the losing teams really quick. If, if you can think of anyone who's a MVP candidate or most improved candidate, sorry, um, that could be in that category. Okay. Uh, my my second favorite would probably be Jordan Poole from the Warriors. Yeah, he's been getting like a ton of media recently. Oh yeah, he's kind of been it's because Warriors fans are like in love with him, and he's he's either gonna be six man like a probably top three candidate for six man of the year, mm. or he's going to be in that starting lineup until clay comes back and he's going to push somebody out of the starting lineup. You think? Well, a week probably that boy sucks. <laughs> um, let's just run through them really quick. Celtics were 50, 50, probably no one. They've already had their breakouts. Washington. No Pacers. Maybe, a. No. Levert would have to go nuts, I no. guess. Um, Hornets. Lamel's a second-year player. He's not getting it. Uh, Bulls. I think they actually might have a winning record. I'm just going off of last season's. Uh, Raptors. I said OG. Cleveland. No I mean, one. Garland. Sexton, but I don't Garland. think. I think Sexton's already had his jump, really. He, if he was going to get it, he was going to get last year. Okay. If anything. So he, that's like an option. He's, he's probably in my top three for most improved as well. Yeah. So. Magic, Pistons. No, no. Can't pick Cade. Um, Grizz. Now, no. I know a bunch of people have been saying, like, Jaron Jackson, but, like, you can't pick Jaron Jackson because he was hurt all of last season. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like he can't be in that, right? I agree. Okay. Um, Steven Adams. No Warriors, <laughs> no Spurs. Pelicans. I mean, like, Zion would really have to be Devontae MVP. Devontae Graham. Yeah, Devontae Graham. I could see up. that. King. Or Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Kings. He'd be in his third year, Nikhil Alexander. I could see Walker. that. He would have to snap though. I, I mean, I think he's gonna be a starter for them. And if he yeah, can sure. if he can keep that starting role and Possibly. show out in it, because mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be a great scoring option mm-hmm. for maybe Zion. Up, maybe he can put up like 17. Yeah. Be like just just have the big points jump to show on the stat sheet. Kings, no one. Tyrese Halbert's his second year. Uh oh my god, De'Aaron Fox has already has jump. Uh, Thunder, no, unless you think Shea's literally an MVP. Uh, Rockets, only player too I could think of for Thunder is if Baisley goes crazy and throughout the preseason he hasn't looked like it. Or Dort, I mean, I don't think they give it to him, but <laughs> I mean, that boy started four for four from three in that game. So, I mean, if you maintain that shooting percentage for an entire season, you kind of have to give it to him. Okay, so we went over the uh, GM polls recently. Yep. And so we saw, like, the rookie of the year was different than the player that they thought was going to be the best in five years. Mm -hmm. So I took that and said, the player that wins rookie of the year will not be the best player from this draft class. I think we... I mean, isn't it, that what they said? Then they, that's they, what they said. They said, so said Jalen Green, right? And then they said they Mobley. said Jalen Green and Cunningham were tied. 
So that's right. Your thing, you said that Jalen Green's going to win Rookie of the Year. I would like to see it, and I'm I assume that you think Jalen Green's going to be the best from this draft class. Most likely, I think that's kind of hard though because I guess you you also have to assume who has like a really good team in five years. Because you can't be the best and be on a bad team, right? Unless you literally are like, you know, unless you're literally like just the best. Like you're, unless you literally are like having one of those like legendary outcomes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like unless you're like Luca. You know what I mean? Like you could be the favorite coming out of the draft. And I don't know. I'm trying to but think. But Luca did win rookie of the year. That's what I'm saying. I, like, I, and but like that's one of those things where like he's literally just like insane. I'm thinking about like, Lillard won his rookie year, but Anthony Davis is probably the best player from that draft class. Okay. So he's still good. Yeah. And I then like see that. Wiggins won his rookie year, but Jokic or Embiid are probably the best yeah. from their draft class. I would I would feel like most times it's not the rookie of the year that's the best player four years later, right? I would I mean I've I have obviously I don't have that like pulled up, but I would you I would assume, right? Well, I mean but then I, I'm thinking back, it's like KD won. He was the best player from his draft okay. class. Like LeBron, obviously. Obviously, these are like those, the best. Th- those players. are like those like legendary outcomes. Though, but in my like, opinion, Cat is the best player from his draft class. He won Rookie of the Year. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say your. What was it? What was the question? I again? said the player that wins Rookie of the Year will not be the best player from this draft class. Oh shoot! See, I don't know if it's like a good bet to say. Like, I don't, so my, my thought process is like, there's a lot of really good players. So it's like, do I just say, okay, one of the, the, the best one's just going to hit this year. You know what I mean? That, and then it would be smoke or am I just like, there's so many good players. Like someone else is probably also good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm well, I mean, gonna, oh, we both think it's pretty close with Jalen Green and Cade Cunningham yeah. winning. So whoever wins could be the other one that has the better career. Yeah. I'm going to say smoke. Because I and I don't I don't want to say that I think Jalen Green is going to be the best in five years, but I think if someone snaps this season, I don't. You know what? I'm gonna say that's fire. I'm I changed my mind. I'm gonna say that's fire. I was because, about to say because you said Green and then yeah, Green. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say it's fire because lit, now if I say fire, that means they're different, right? Now if you say fire, that means that the rookie of the year will be the best player. And I say smoke then. <laughs> I'm going to say smoke just because just because I think that like I think like I I think like honestly like two the, the two best players I think are in this draft are on the, on the on the worst teams obviously. They could also just have terrible drafts. Uh, you saying Josh Giddy the best player? Uh-huh. I'm going to go to my question uh-huh. then. Uh-huh. You said the worst There's team. just like so many guys so like like for example like Run. I think there's no way that Mobley wins rookie of the year. Oh yeah. But he could still be the best player. That's why it's like hard like I think a guard has such a good chance. So then I have to like almost like second guess like okay well, do I think any of these guards have legendary outcomes? Yes. Am I willing to bet on it? Probably not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though there's like so many guys that like we like in this draft, I don't know. Well, I was okay. This this has a little bit to do with this, kind of more on the side of uh, all rookie teams. But I was reading through uh, an athletic post by John Hollinger, and he said that he thinks the Thunder are going to go thirteen and sixty nine. That'd be fire. I, that would be really good, but so Shea is gonna sit out, and Dort and Giddy. No, they all sit now. 
for 13 wins? Dude. We could go play and probably win more than 13. <sighs> I, I bet you that we could like get together enough guys and ma- get more than 13 wins. In the NBA? I think we went 13. <laughs> I, think we, I think we got it. Yes. Huh? There's teams who like tank, though. There's other teams that are tanking. I'm not, no, I think unless so. we get in like NBA players on our team, that like is not some. Happening. I'm not saying like a whole team of us, but I'm saying like we could be on the team and play like decent minutes. I think we could. I think so. I think okay, so. Okay, good. Evening. I definitely think so. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> okay. With all of with all like the moves the Lakers have made. Okay, picking up Westbrook. Literally changing their entire roster. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I got to go back to that. You think we're playing with our 2K guys? No. <laughs> okay. I'm saying, like, if we picked out of all the people we know, out of everyone we know, and we're playing against, like, LeBron and KD. Well, the, we and... just punt those games so we can rest. We just punt those. Those aren't even close. We're trying to play, we're trying to play, like, the Rockets. The magic. Who guarding Jalen Green? Me. Okay, 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 okay. Let's go to the question. Let's go to the question. We could probably win like seven. Seven. Give me seven. I'm not. I say we don't win any. What? I don't think we can. None. Okay. Look, the difference between no. us to the worst player in the NBA is so much further. I understand than that. the worst player to the best player in the NBA. I think we get at least one like five. No way. At I, least. We, we win zero games. Not, Five. No, none. Five. None. Just go to your question. What if there's, in, what if there's nope. injuries? No. Nope. Yeah, I think so. I don't think we could beat a team of the literal worst players in the league. There's people that aren't on a team right now. I don't think we could beat a team of MJ, Tim Duncan, KG, like all these retired players. Like oh, right now. Retired? Hell no. Those are legends. I don't think we could beat Brian Scalabrini, uh, Matt Bonner. I don't think we could beat them. Charlie Villanueva. No, there's oh. no chance. Zero percent chance. Of we everyone beat. we know, we could pick any of. Who are we going to pick? Up? Who Who is the best player we're going to pick up? Carlos. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, one. Woo. That's one. Carlos ain't going to do nothing. That's one. Carlos might score fifteen. We could get Garrett. Bruh. Garrett, I I know Garrett is sitting here like, oh, I'm so down. Oh, we could definitely take him. I hope he I hope he texts me and says that. He's like, we could definitely take him. Sean's bugging. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's go to the question. We got like two each more, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, you, you got you got one, right? I got two. I have a lot. Okay. All right. So the Lakers have basically stripped out their whole roster, put a bunch of new people in. All they basically, in my opinion, have left is LeBron and Anthony Davis. From, from their previous team. Obviously, there's other people. But um, with all of the personalities and off-season like, roster changes, all of these changes, okay, the Lakers will not make the finals this season because of, because of like personality changes. All right. Well, let me tell you mine. Um, the Lakers are overhyped and will not make the finals. Fire. So, fire. So, uh, I think are, we both are, are on the same page. So, fire. Three, we both say fire. <laughs> One, two, Three smoke fire. Okay, no, definitely fire. All right, let's try that again. I think they're one, two, three smoke. Oh, oh, I gotcha. I didn't say anything. Okay, I don't know. I think it's uh, obviously you're down too. We both think it's they're a little overrated. 
Um, okay, but let's think. Who's going to make it over them? The Suns go back. Maybe no. the Jazz. I, w- I would be willing to bet the Suns don't make it past the second round. Um, the Jazz? Because the Nuggets aren't doing it. See, that's where I like, that's what kind of why I put the question in there is because like, it's hard to find someone who can beat them, but the it's Warriors? also like, oh yeah. Jordan Poole. Yeah. Ob- obviously we're on the Warriors, but I'm just saying like, there's no one like in a seven game series that I would probably pick as a favorite. You know what I mean? That's what's hard. So we both, I mean, we both say fire just for, what yeah, do you that, think? Was, that was easy. What do you I think? mean, with that, I mm. mean, I just, I think they're overhyped. I, I mean, they got stars. They they have the they stars, good team. but like you said, personalities are gonna overcome a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Thunder when they had Westbrook, Mello, and PG. I mean, their personalities didn't go together. I get that Mello has accepted more of his little bench role and mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm a serviceable shooter, but I still think he's gonna want more than just that. I don't know if LeBron can carry that entire team uh yeah do you want to do your do another right. one of yours since we had like a little oreo sandwich of a question right there yeah i'm gonna go with mine okay. all right the nets without Kyrie should still be title favorites title favorites keep in mind they don't have Kyrie at all i think ah uh, I want to say, I want to say like just based on like the bookies, they're going to put Lakers, but as, as someone who should be fighting for a championship again, I would probably be more worried about the Nets than the Lakers. So I'm going to say, you said you think they are, or are I'm they? just saying the Nets without Kyrie should still be the title favorites. I think that's fire. I think, I think. Good. I, just in kind of in the questions that we did for uh, the GMs, where it was like, who's the hardest person to scheme around? Like, bro, two of the people who got a ton of votes are on that team. No one put LeBron, or like some people did, which is stupid. Like, no one put Anthony Davis. No one put Westbrook. Like, you have two guys you have to build your entire defense around. So yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely fire. I think it's honestly like a nice a nice warm blue flame fire. Okay. Um, well, I was, I presented the question to you because I know you probably want the bucks to be favorites. I know they won't. I know they won't though. No, but like in your mind, I'm not, I don't, I don't care about what the bookies say. I'm saying we both think that a healthy, completely healthy Nets team with Kyrie, KD, James Harden, Patty Mills, LaMarcus, Blake, everybody. We think they, they are title favorites. I mean, yeah. Mm. Without Kyrie, do we think that they are, or do we think that? The Bucks should be, or the Lakers should be, or the Warriors. I think Heat, I think whatever. they are still favorites. I think they should still be favorites. But I want to see, I want to see how the team looks because they made all these moves to create depth on their team so they could run a little deeper in the playoffs, which I understand. I mean, you really only need like eight guys, and now they made all three of those bench or all three of those bench guys have now become previous All Stars or studs on their team. Other than Patty Mills, who ha- knows his role. Whoa! Who's known That's his role. That's a stud. Whenever. Yeah, well, he, he definitely is. My thing that I want to see, though, is I don't think there's going to be a, t- a big like drop-off in the way they play and the, like, their offensive rating from Kyrie to Patty Mills. That's the reason why I still think they're favorite. I think like 
name value wise and like the fact that like you had to scheme around him more is definitely a big downgrade. But like offensive rating and like pace and everything is I think might even like increase. And what people are gonna say is okay, well, who's their backup point guard? Doesn't James matter. James Harden. It doesn't matter. James Harden. Yeah. James Katie. Harden's gonna run Katie's the third. second unit. I mean it doesn't even matter. You can stagger those two stars. You still have they love Bruce Brady Mills, Brown. Blake Griffin, Joe Ingles, yeah. Bruce Brown. They got plenty of people to run. Lamarcus. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not too worried about the Kyrie thing. Um, he and uh, we both agree he's the third of the three anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, and they still have two top seven players in the yeah. league, especially like playoffs. are probably even higher than that. Um, uh, okay. With all of these super teams, this is going to my next question. With all these like super teams and strength of like how strong these teams are, trios like duos in this league, like. All of these super deep teams, teams going in like previous stars as just absolute role players, and their team looks so stacked. Okay. Is it smoke or fire for me to say there isn't a true villain team in the NBA now? Uh, I think you have the hero teams, technically. I think the Bucks and the Warriors are probably your. Okay. Like used to be the, everybody hated the Warriors. I agree with but that. But now everybody's like, oh, Clay's coming back. Curry's gonna be They're healthy. Excited, let's yeah. let's like hype them up. Kind of rally mean, around I, them. I'm yeah. oh, we're both cool excited. Them. Yeah. Um I think if you technically have a villain team, it's the Lakers or Nets. Or okay. both. I mean, I just named two hero teams. So mm. I think I think if either of those two teams win, there will be a lot more people upset than Obviously, if any other team wins. So I, I think agree. they're like the villain team that everybody's going to be rooting against. Obviously, any team that has LeBron on it and Westbrook mm-hmm. and Melo mm-hmm. is going to be a super hated team. And then a lot of people hate KD and Harden. I mean, mm-hmm. those are four of the most hated players in the league. Okay. So I think to fans, yes, there are villain teams still. There's not like a super overpowered team. See, that's that's kind of what I was getting at is that I don't think okay, I first of all I hate the commercial that comes on. I it's they they love playing it during preseason, but they're like for the first time in forever, it's completely open to anyone or like basically saying like anyone has a chance at the championship. Okay, well first of all, obviously anyone has a chance. Um but they're basically just saying like there's no like odds out in favor even though there definitely is. Um but I, the reason I ask that is because I I don't think there's any team that's anywhere near close to the type of like villain teams that we saw with the Cavs and then we saw with the Warriors and then we saw, you know, with the Warriors again getting KD. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I mean, first of all, the Warriors are all over the place. Hero, villain, and now they're considered well, – then they were dead and now they're a hero again. So, yeah, I just want to see – do you think one will come out after this season? One true, true one. Um, honestly, I think it would be the Lakers if either of them, because okay. I feel like people are going to start feeling bad for KD and Harden because of the whole Kyrie being a weirdo type thing. Mm-hmm. And well, you can't say he's being weirdo because he just doesn't want to get the COVID shot. No, I just mean like we know he's a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he definitely his, is. He definitely is flat earth and literally everything any anything that's like normal he'll go against it yeah so 
I think that if anybody becomes a villain, it'll be the Lakers, especially because they have LeBron and no, definitely then Westbrook. And they're the Lakers. So, yeah, there's that. Um, my, I guess I'll say last one. A team will have three All-Stars this season. Any team. The Bucks with hmm. Giannis, Drew, Chris. The Lakers with Westbrook, LeBron, AD. The Nets, if Kyrie decides to come back with I don't think the Nets KD, have Harden, any Kyrie. getting three. Uh, the Suns, if they have a crazy regular season. CP3, Book, and Aiton. I don't think they can get it. Uh, maybe the Heat. I think with the Nuggets might have a chance. If Jamal, Jamal, Jamal won't be back until like oh he doesn't March until like December. It was like no. December January. Uh-uh. Oh. No, that's Clay. Mm, okay, okay. I said that. One. I mean, the Warriors with Clay if he they looks would have disgusting. To get, they would have to get like two fan votes and then I mean, I guess they probably could. No, there's no way they could get two fan votes cuz they would have to outvote Luka. No, they'd have to Or Dame or AD. Point Draymond. Oh, guard. Okay. Well, Draymond. I guess he, could, he, could get, he could get coach vote too, but I feel like they he wouldn't get a coach vote coming back halfway through the first half of the season. Or I'm thinking the Heat could be one with Lowry, Lowry, Jimmy, and Bam. I don't love it. I think your best bet is just Lakers, but or the Bucks. Honestly, yeah, I think I think Bucks could get it just for the fact that like Drew Holly's actually getting a lot of love for being a good defender now. Chris Milton's getting a lot of love for being a defender. I think the Bucks would also have to be like, and especially with Kyrie out. Yeah, I think the Bucks would have to be like one or two in the East to get three, which I guess kind of goes without saying. I mean, if you're going to get three All Stars, I'm going to say that's actually. I wonder how many how many times has there been three? I mean, I know obviously the Off Hawks the top got of my head, it. I have no idea. Hawks have gotten it. The Hawks had. Four. Yeah. Um that was insane. I don't know how that got through. Um I mean the, the Heat Cap, had it for Heat had it, Cavs have had it, the Warriors, Warriors have had, had it. it. Those are all like stud stud teams. I'm gonna say Spurs yes. Have had I'm it. gonna say yes. I I don't know if it's gonna be I think the Lakers are gonna have three. I would love to see the Bucks have three. I just don't know if, if Drew will get the coach vote. You think Westbrook will be an all star? Maybe I, I'm mostly just betting on that just for like partially name value, partially the Lakers having a good record. I mean, if, I assume they would be like one or two, hopefully based on how their team looks. My, my thing is, I think it's going to be the bucks of any team. I'd love that. I, I said, Drew should get it last year, especially because they won the championship. Like you said, Drew's getting a lot of love. Chris is in the media a lot. I think coaches value those two more than fans. Giannis is going to get captain. Hopefully. Either him or KD. I mean, he's Giannis is going to be a starter. Yeah. So, that you already have one locked in. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Nets have two locked in. I just worry about getting the two from coaches because it's so much easier for other teams to, for the chance of them getting, like, two fan votes. Like, KD, KD Harden, and then you're like, okay, well, if Blake has a good year, he could probably get it. Like if Kyrie is balling, he could, he might could get it. But either way, like we both think that there's like a pretty good chance of there being three. So I'm going to say definitely fire. All right. I think that is all the, all the ones I had. I had one that was kind of meh, but um, actually I'll just say it. Like, um, do you think, and this isn't really like a smoker fire, 
but I, I kind of got thinking about it whenever we did that GM thing. Um, do you think there's actually a possibility of them doing free agency before the draft? I mean, I, I mean, hope they, there they is. voted on it, so that has to be like, yes, yeah, it has to at least been... be like talked about. Yeah, you know, I'd hope that's something that they do. It's it's both good and bad. Like you can you obviously see the good things about doing it, mm-hmm. but then you're you got to think about okay for like the I don't know oh sorry I, draft I to... draft before free agency I have them backwards no the draft is before yeah, free yeah okay right yeah, yeah I did right. okay, so okay they're they're talking about putting free agency before the draft yeah. so you know what to pick and everything yeah like you have your roster will be more finalized from drafting rather than free agency because i mean i i can't think of one for like this off season but like the bulls if they would have had a pick if they knew lonzo damar and all them were going to be on the team i'm sure they would have picked someone different if they had obviously they would have had the eighth pick so i'm sure they would have had uh whoever they picked would be different than who they picked if they knew all four of those guys would be there. Yeah. I agree. So, you got I mean, more? I hope that, I mean, I hope it happens. Cause I, I think that's a better team building strategy mm-hmm. Like you can, you build your team better mm-hmm. and, but it does also give young guys less of a chance because you're like, okay, well I can just throw him at the end of my roster with what I have. I guess. Or but when you're going to the draft, I, I you're think like it makes the draft. I think it makes the draft a little less valuable. I think that honestly, in my opinion, especially for like bigger markets, I think it makes the draft like less valuable to them because then they they don't even need to like like let's say let's say like the Warriors. Let's just take that, okay? If they could do free agency before the draft and they knew, okay, well we know I don't even know. Like we know we could get rid of. Um, Andrew Wiggins and James Wiseman for something else. Then they know going into the draft, okay, well, like, we could probably trade down, grab a center at, you know, 24. You know what I mean? I don't know. I- Here's another thing in my head is that if you have free agency before and you – I mean, okay, say you're going into the draft with two players or, like, you have, you have two draft picks. You fill out your roster in free agency – you have 12 players on roster or 13 players on roster and they all have locked in contracts. You can't trade half those players because recently sign. tried yeah. re- recently signed restrictions and you can't like you're, you're basically locked into drafting exactly where you're at. You can't really trade around and be like, Oh, I'm going to go from two picks to three picks or two picks to four picks, whatever, because you already have a locked in amount of players that are on the roster. Mm-hmm. And you're not, I mean, you're going to have to go like, say you sign Robin Lopez for 5 million and then you go into the draft and, Oh, look, uh, James Wiseman's there for us to pick, whatever, obviously mm-hmm. completely different, but he's, he's there for us to pick. Like now we're going to have to wave somebody on the team Probably Robin Lopez. There's five million dead on the cap. Yeah, that's the that's one problem I definitely see happening, mm-hmm. and it kind of locks you into where you're drafting, and teams wouldn't like that. Like especially the Thunder, like they wouldn't sign anybody in free agency because they'd be like, "Oh, we have five picks in the draft." Yeah, 
and then there's 13 players on the roster. Oh, we can only sign two of these players, or we have to cut a bunch. Yeah. So. Hmm. Okay. You got anything else? Um, I just said the Timberwolves will win their play-in game. I just, I was just really high on the Timberwolves this season. I, I mean, they're three and zero in preseason. If, that, if that helps you at all. I want to see Cat. I feel like I just haven't like seen Cat, and I don't even know. Honestly, I feel like I haven't seen him in a year. Yeah, I don't know. He's had, a, he's had a lot of like, like his mom, and then the whole like. COVID he's had thing. multiple like, family members yeah. die. Like super depressing. But he's, I think he's one of the best offensive centers of all time. I want to see of him. all time. I want to see him in like a different in in a different environment. I think him, Anthony Edwards, Delo's played pretty good this preseason, but I think those two can do a lot of damage. It's just they don't put anything around them. And they're just terrible defense. Yeah. They're awful. No one on that team is good at defense. Except for Josh Koji. Cat was so good at defense in college. Now he doesn't want to guard anyone. Like, Cat was like a three-block-per-game guy in college. I feel like he kind of needs... And I feel like we kind of talked about it before with other guys. Let me check time. Make sure we're good. Yeah. Um, I feel like like he's kind of like one of those guys like Al Horford, where it's like, maybe he is good at defense, but we just need to put someone else next to him. You know what I mean? Kind of in a, an inverted scenario of how like Al Horford and Paul Millsap were in the, for the Hawks. Like you were like, okay, Paul Millsap is definitely the good defender. Al Horford is just all offense. Yeah. Maybe like we just need to move him and have him by himself. And maybe he really is like, I mean, if you could get mm-hmm. a player in the mold of Jonathan Isaac, somebody at that four spot, no, you're saying you to can... add a defender next. To oh him. yeah. I'm saying it. Oh yeah. I'm that's saying... what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying like maybe like maybe the guy next to him really isn't that good and it's making Cat look bad. Yeah. Oh, I mean We're they haven't the had thing. a they haven't had a solid four. You're saying the same thing. Yeah. They but they haven't had a solid four since Cat like, got imagine, drafted. Yeah, yeah. I mean their best one was like Thaddeus Young and they traded him for Kevin Garnett who retired at the end of the season. I mean Yeah. There's it's just I I want good for the Timberwolves because I really like Cat. And Anthony Edwards is Sucks. a joy to watch. What? You like watching him? I mean, he's fun to watch. I don't know. I mean, his interviews are kind of... I hate his interviews. Yeah. They piss me off. Every, everybody seems to like his interviews. But he's fun to... I mean, boy, dunking on everybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, that was my other one. I, I mean, I don't completely believe in it. But I think... I thought all my other ones were pretty fire. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, let me throw a smoke one in there <laughs> a little bit. Um, that's going to close us out for this episode of the Break Starter Podcast. Later. Later.